All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Fellas, it's finally here. We have our CFP rankings, the first of the year. Um, so we got a lot to get a lot to get into tonight. Um, but first, how are we doing on a Wednesday night? Doing good. Just uh, experienced my first pick game on Saturday. Uh, sucks that it was a loss. Kind of sucks. Kind of happy. Kind of sucks. Um, but yeah, good weekend. Good weekend. Sporty, how you feeling after a uh, tough Michigan L? Hey, tough L, but hey, Ira Groups. This week's a new week. They're ranked number seventh in college football, so I'm, I'm surprised they're at number seven. But hey, keep on uh, keep on flying hard. Never know what can happen. Hey, uh, let me mention. I don't know why I said good weekend. It wasn't a good weekend at all. What am I? Who am I saying? <laughs> Colts lost. Steelers won. I told you, the perfect weekend is a pit loss. Penn State win. Colts win. Steelers lost. Went one for four. So no, no good at all. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was batting. Yeah, we batted five hundred uh, this weekend. Tough, tough way to start the weekend on Saturday. Um, and then you know, hey. Somehow found a way to beat the Brownies, so uh, went yeah. one, one for two this weekend. But uh, speaking about the college football playoff, that leads us into our top five this week. Our top five, we're looking at the top five teams um, that we think maybe have the best shot or could make the playoff um, who, are on, who are not in the top four currently. So currently the top four is Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, and Oregon. Our top five is going to consist of teams who are on the outside looking in and who we think maybe have the best chance or could potentially uh, take, uh, you know, maybe one or two of those spots um, in the in the college football playoff. So, Hadley, I'm going to start with you. Go ahead and break us down your top five and maybe give us your reasoning uh, behind your list, kind of how you attacked your list this week. Okay. So, I'm going to go top to bottom because I feel like once you get to the bottom, it's really no arguments we made. Um, so going backwards this week, number one, Cincinnati. You can say about their conference, you can say about blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, they're a college football team fighting for the right to be in the playoff. And what have they done? They've been undefeated, and they've won every game by a considerable margin. They have not looked bad over the course of the year. They have looked like a playoff football team. You can argue strength of schedule, but it's what they were given. I mean, it's what they did. You can't fault them for it. So, in my opinion, if you know you're going to make this argument every every year, you need to just say, okay, the playoffs is strictly for the Power Five. That's it. If you're outside the Power Five, you have no chance because you're giving fan bases, you know, the whole country. Honestly, I I personally am rooting for Cincinnati. I want to see them in. I want to see something new. Um, and the NCAA just will not let it happen. So I think this should be number one, and frankly, this should probably be number two in the top four. Number two, Oklahoma. Again, they're undefeated. They're a little different than Cincinnati in the fact that they've looked a lot worse than we thought they were going to be. But undefeated, find ways to win games. Got them at number two. Number three, Ohio State. Huge loss to Oregon. Um, they still don't look that good. We're being favored against Penn State by almost 20 it was a good game. So, I don't know. I just don't think they're that good. Number four, Michigan. 
Um, tough loss to Michigan State, but I don't even think Michigan State is going to last in that top four. And if Michigan cannot get it done against them, I think they're going to slip up probably another game or two. And number five, I don't really take them seriously, but Wake Forest also undefeated, but they're not winning like Cincinnati. I mean, they're winning by like three a lot of the time. And yeah, I, don't, I just don't really see it with them. They'll fall at some point. All right, so you kind of went based off of a little bit of um, what they have done and then kind of what the future... How they've done it. Yeah, how they've done it and kind of what the future holds for them. Yes, yeah, that's this is like my like long-term. Okay, kinda. okay. All right, uh, Sporty, go ahead and give us your top five. All right, my number one, uh, Cincy, uh, they are undefeated. Uh, they beat Notre Dame, so that's a good quality win. Like I said... They haven't really been been in any close games. It may have been halftime, but they've they've, um, they've made up halftime adjustments and they've steamrolled the second half. Uh, number two, Oklahoma. I know they're number eight, but they got a, they got a tough schedule. If they can win out and win the Big Twelve championship, they they could get in. Uh, Williams has turned around their whole season for them too. Offensively, they can compete with with anybody um, that is left in the college football playoff. Uh, number three, uh, Notre Dame. I know the strength schedule is not that good, but you know they, they're finding they're finding ways to win games. Um, their only their only tough game, I think, in my opinion, out of the last four games is Virginia. Uh, they, they face Navy, Stanford, and Georgia Tech which they should beat them pretty good. So somehow, some way, they could sneak in the top four at the end of the, at the, end of the season. Uh, number four, uh, Michigan. I know they had a tough tough loss uh, at Michigan State on Saturday. It was, it was a tough tough game to swallow, but I'm over it. But as, as one uh, sports writer said, this game was a fluke. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think they'll also. Re- <laughs> I think they'll rebound. Uh, uh, so, so hold on. How so? He probably. <laughs> how, it, how was it? A, how was it a fluke for you? It was. It was. Uh, it was just. They, they caught him napping in the fourth quarter. All right. I'm not sure they up on it because we were at a game when that was up. They were up two on. touchdowns, weren't they? They were, up they, were up, they were up 30 to 14 in the second half. So 16. 16 points, yes. Oh, no. So. But, like I said, they have a, four games left to prove their point. They got uh, Ohio State at home in the last game of the season. So, hopefully Michigan State can lose two games and Michigan can run the table. But I don't think that's going to happen. Michigan State will probably lose two games, but I don't think Michigan will run the table. But who knows? But I think possibly confidence-wise, I have confidence in them in winning the last four games. So that's why I have them at number four. Um, and number five, I know, I hate to say it, but Ohio State, one of those, Ohio State and Michigan, they'll cancel each other out. Uh, Ohio State is, is at number five, but they play Michigan State uh, next weekend. So... I think Ohio State will win by two touchdowns. And like I said, they'll probably beat Michigan, so they'll probably end up in the college football playoff. 
So those are my top five, half of the top four college football rankings as of right now. All right. Um, I think the way I looked at it here was going to be kind of based on what the committee, like where the committee ranked them. Um, originally, I was going to look at kind of their path um, the rest of the season, but then I kind of went at different angles. So um, number five, I'm going to start with Michigan. Um, I kind of looked at it as kind of how this college football playoff would rank them and kind of, you know, these teams controlling the controllables. What, you know, if they if they went out, can they make it? So I think Michigan sitting there at five, um, if they went out, I think obviously they can, they can get in, but they do need some help. Um, they do need a, you know, Michigan State team to lose two games. So that's why I have them at five because they need, they need some help. Um, number four, I'm going to put Cincinnati. Um, of, you know, the teams that are sitting there right outside the top four, I think they have the easiest remaining schedule. Um, but it, that could end up hurting them, I think, maybe in comparison if some other teams go undefeated and, and you know, win their conference championships. Um, obviously, the, the strength of schedule towards the end here, it does help them because they have a lot of winnable games, but um, they don't face a ranked opponent, so that might hurt um, you know, later down the road when they're comparing other teams. Uh, Wake Forest, I have sitting here at three. Now, they have a tough road. They have North Carolina, Clemson, NC State, um, and then potentially a coastal opponent. But um, if they can win, if they can win out, I think that they can, uh, you know, make a strong case sitting there at 13-0 and 0, um, to, you know, get into the college football playoff. Um, Oklahoma, they have, again, their next, what, four games are going to be tricky. Now, that's, they're, they're guaranteed three, but, um, they have Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State, and if they make it to the Big 12 Championship, they'll be playing one of those two, one of those teams twice in the, in that four-game stretch. Um, so again, if they can control what they can control, um, I think they have a good shot to to make the playoff. Um, <clears throat> but if they, if, you know, if Oklahoma or Wake or Cincy, if they lose a game, I think all all three of them are, you know, done. Um, and then my number one team, just because they're sitting right outside of that top four, I'm going to go with Ohio State. If they win out, they're they're in. Um, that knocks out Michigan State, and then they don't really have to worry about that Oregon loss. Um, if they can win out, win the Big Ten, then they they clinched a spot to the CFP. So <clears throat> I kind of looked at it, you know, the way that the CFP, you know, committee ranked them, and then kind of if they control their destiny um, and win their games, then that's how I see you know these teams getting in. Um, so we're gonna give our top ten currently, and then we're going to uh, break down. Uh, the college football playoff um, rankings as well. Hey, so. boys, I want to make this interesting. All right, go ahead. So instead of presentation style here, let's go one and then each of us three and then two each of us three. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, so oh like, okay. So, but, like, we're, we're kind of – so that way, you know, like the, the listeners here, they can kind of 
hear each like they don't forget the previous person's order. Okay. All right. Um, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So I just want to be be clear here because we have we tweeted out our six last night. Um, I want to make sure we have that same order. Um, Hadley, yours is staying the same from last night, correct? As far um, as your top six? No. No? I, I changed a little bit. You changed a little bit. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, Sporty, is, are your, is yours staying the same? I'm saying I'm, I'm staying better as Hadley. Oh, changing? Okay. All right. Um, well, I guess I'm going to keep – I'm going to keep mine. Um, all right, so Hadley, we're going to start with you. Give me your uh, number one team right now. Okay, Georgia, and there's really no explanation. Yeah, They've just exactly. been the best team all year. Number one for Sporty. Uh, Georgia. All right, I'm going to take Georgia as well. I think that's obviously the, the easiest and most clear-cut uh, you know, team to be number one. All right, going to number two. Hadley, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like me and Sporty might have the same here. I don't know about Kev, but I got Cincy. Like I, I've already explained it, they look they look like a great team. So give me Cincy. Cincy, okay. Sporty Hugan was sitting there at two. I'm gonna. Um, I think it's a little different from Alabama. Okay. I go with, um, Alabama too. All right. Okay. okay so Alabama. Um, how do you? So I guess my question would be, a one-loss Bama is going over a couple undefeated teams. Do you have a specific, you know, reasoning for that, or uh, just just their uh, strength of schedule? Strength of schedule. Okay, that's that's a fair. See, enough, that's a fair enough. To answer. me, to me, with Bama is like I kind of look at the time, like you know, like Wisconsin. They're ranked now, right? Yes. Like if you beat Wisconsin three weeks ago, though, you know they look terrible, right? But then they get a win and they start rolling. It's kind of like like Alabama. Lost a, a, a an unranked Texas A and Texas A and M team, okay, and then that kind of took momentum in Texas A and M's favor, and they started rolling with it. So I kind of look at that team; they might be ranked now, but I look at Texas A and M as like that was an unranked loss, right? Right. Whereas Sporty might look at it as like, oh, Texas A and M's like a top fifteen team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where that's where it can get. Weird, but I personally look at it. I look at it from the time that they lost them, unless it was like the first game of the year. Yeah, in in a sense, I feel like there there maybe should only really be a top. See, I mean, there's a bunch of different things you could go with this because there's a bunch of different arguments. In a sense, I feel like preseason there should really only be like a top ten. Yeah, I mean, we, it's weird. We should they should have rankings, but like unofficial. Right, because like. You know, Alabama. It changes so much. Oh, Alabama beat Miami, who was fourteen when they played them. I mean, Miami's. You know, they're on the, they're on the you know on the move now, um, but yeah. they're not the fourteenth best team. So that they're a five hundred team. They're right, and and Florida is the same thing. They were eleven when Alabama beat them. So, and yeah. At, so what? How strength is that? Yeah. How much? Yeah. How much are you going to give to them? So I mean. It's tough because I mean, yeah, you want to have your top twenty-five. That way, you know, these matchups at the beginning. You can kind of base them. Oh, well, it's for ratings. Oh, yeah, it is. That's all it is. But I feel like they're really see. I enjoy the rankings, but at the end of the day, if it's week one, they really don't mean anything. 
So, I mean, I wouldn't, yeah. I, I would be fine if they didn't have any rankings until like week four. Agreed. And then your CFP jumps in, you know, at this time. So, um, number two, I'm going to go with Cincinnati as well. I had them again. I'm going to keep mine the same. Um, last week I had Oklahoma at two, but I think really just this week, since it's a college football playoff, I'm really just this week, I'm really looking at resume. Um, understand that since you know we understand Cincinnati's uh group of five but Cincinnati you know they have that win against Indiana at Indiana and they have um, a big time win against Notre Dame I believe that Cincinnati game was at Indiana but anyway they have two big wins um, I think it was as well actually I'm almost positive Oklahoma really doesn't have they don't have a, a, a ranked win right now they haven't beaten somebody who's ranked currently right now Texas was at the time um, we've seen Texas, how they've kind of fallen apart. Um, and, you know, we can make the argument that Oklahoma plays a Power 5 schedule, they play the Power 5 conference, but right now, I think Cincy's two, just based on what they've done. Um, they haven't looked, you know, in some of the games, they haven't looked the best, but, hey, they're winning ball games. So, I have them at two. Um, Hadley, back to you for three. Three, I'm going to have Michigan State. I mean, they are undefeated. They have big wins. Previous to the Michigan win, they didn't really, but that was a huge win. Right, right. Okay. Um, Sporty, who do you have sitting there at three? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, okay. Um, My number three team, I'm going to go with Oklahoma. They've won their games. They've won nine games. Um, And they're hitting the bye week this week again. Haven't looked the best in some of those games. Uh, defense is suspect, but they have heck, they have won nine games. Um, they are a power five school, so they, they need to be there at three. Um, Hadley, back to you for number four. Number four, I have Oklahoma. They are undefeated. They deserve to be where they're at in the playoff. Okay. Sporty, to you for four. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Oregon. With Oregon. So Oregon over an undefeated Michigan State? Uh, yes. Okay. Didn't they play each other last year? Um, I, I believe. Like they I think they might have. Yeah, they might have. Um, for me, I'm going to go four. I'm going to take Alabama. Um, I still think they're a really great team. They had a tough loss against Texas A&M, but right now I think they deserve, they deserve to be in the top four, in my opinion. Um, Hadley, number five for you. Number five, give me Bama. This is the first team that I have that is lost, and they're the best one lost team in my opinion. So number five, sporty to you for five. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Michigan State. Michigan State. Um, my number five. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna go with Ohio State. Um, tough loss against Oregon. Uh, but they have they've played they played well. They just came off a big win against Penn State, um, and I think their team's coming along you know nicely. Um, I'll get to why I have them in front of Oregon and Michigan State here in a couple moments. Um, Hadley, to you for six. Number six, I said that I have Bam as the best one loss team. I have Ohio State as the second best one loss team, but. Oregon beat them. So I have Oregon at six because of that. Okay, Oregon at six. All right. Sporty, who do you have at six? 
Well, I didn't say I didn't say how I say it. How I say it, did I? I don't think so. They're gonna be my sixteen. Sitting at six, okay. Yes. Um, my number sixteen. I'm gonna go with Michigan State. They are undefeated. They just beat Michigan. Um, so they deserve to be there at six. I could have them ahead of Ohio State. Um, but hey, Michigan State went out, and you're in, and you're above Ohio State. So right now I have Ohio State though at five, Michigan State six. All right, Hadley, do you for seven? Seven, I have Ohio State. <clears throat> Again, just one lost team, not as good as Bama. We're going to beat them, so they're right there after. Okay. Um, Sporty, number seven. Uh, Michigan, number seven. Michigan number seven. Uh, for me, I'm going to take um, – I'm going to put Oregon there at seven. Um, they have they have the, the tough loss against Stanford, and that's why I have them back there at seven. Um, but they do have that win against Ohio State. So here's where it's going to come into play. If Oregon and Ohio State were to both win out, then I would have Oregon jump Ohio State. Um, I don't think the Pac-12 is as strong. Um, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, when it comes down to head-to-head, Oregon should get, um, you know, the nod over Ohio State. But right now, uh, the way they're playing, I think Ohio State's the better team right now. Even though they, you know, even though the Oregon Ducks beat them, um, if Oregon wins out, then yes, I'll put them ahead of Ohio State. Um, but if Oregon, you know, slips up and loses a the game, then Ohio State can stay in front of them. <clears throat> um, number eight, Hadley. Number eight, Michigan, the best loss out of this group of one-loss teams. However, in my opinion, the worst team out of the four. Okay. Uh, Sporty, for you, for eight. Uh, Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma Sooners. Taking them back. Um, what, what what makes you put the Sooners there at eight? I'm just not sold on their uh, defense. All right, it's defensively not sold. All right, um, for me, number eight will be Michigan. Um, you know, had they won that game against Michigan State, they'd be sitting at, you know, probably six for me. Um, again, Michigan's a team. If they win out, they're going to need some help. But um, right now, I think eight's a fair spot for them, kind of that seven, eight range. Um, Hadley, back to you for nine. Number nine, Wake Forest, undefeated. So it kind of goes against my argument with the top four. But. Like I said, these these games, if you think Oklahoma is barely winning games, Wake Forest is barely winning games. So, Wake Forest, right. number nine. Uh, Sporty, two for nine. Uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I like it. I like Notre Dame sitting there. Um, Hadley back. Oh, yeah. Jeez. I got to get my number nine. I'm looking at my I, – I was thinking about Wake, and I thought I had already said it, but then Hadley, you said it. Um. Number nine for me, I'm going to go with Wake Forest. They keep winning their games. Um, they got a you know a little bit of a tougher road at the back end here, but uh, we'll see how the how the Deacons do. Um, Hadley, back to you for ten. Number ten, I'm going to take Sporty's nine and roll with Notre Dame. Only one loss, and to me, it's the number two team in the country. So can't really blame them. Blame them. I don't think they're as good as Bama, Oregon, Ohio State, or Michigan, but the fifth best one loss team, so put them at 10. All right. Um, Sporty, do you for 10? This might, uh, might be a little surprise here, but I'm going to say uh, Oklahoma State Sooners. 
no or Cowboys, State. I mean. Not bad. No Oklahoma State. Not All right. Bad. No, yeah. That's that's a good pick. Um, I was kind of teeter-tottering here between Oklahoma State and Notre Dame. Um, you know, last week in my rankings, I had Oklahoma State at eight. Um, I think right now, I think Oklahoma State, I'm going to put them uh, – I'm going to put them there at ten. I'm just going to have Notre Dame at my 11 spot. So uh, Oklahoma State for now sits there at 10. Um, heck, they're another team that, hey, if they went out, they could they could make an argument. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna for me, I'm going to go with 10 Oklahoma State, and I'm just going to leave Notre Dame there at 11. So I feel like we all have the same teams roughly. Yeah, I don't – But the order, the order just changes so much, and that's what sucks about college football playoffs. Yeah. Everyone has their own opinions. Yep. So um, I know we've sent out this. We've probably sent out this poll in the past, um, but we'll probably send out another tweet just to see if any minds have changed. Uh, what's the best playoff format, kind of number wise? Kind of looking at maybe four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty-four. Hadley, what do you think the best number combination is? I think eight, and why I think eight is because you're still only. You know, you're not playing that many games. It doesn't add on too much to the schedule. But you're taking, I think if you take the top eight teams here, I have Georgia, Cincy, Michigan State, Oklahoma, Bama, Oregon, Ohio State, and Michigan. I think if you leave out Wake Forest and Notre Dame, no one's complaining. It's whenever you're leaving out Bama, Oregon, Ohio State, that's when people complain. So I think if you take the top eight teams every year, I think you're getting a good sample size there. Obviously, it'd be more fun as a fan to watch, you know, like 64, 20-something. Like, that's awesome. But football is an intense sport, so I understand them wanting to limit games. So, I say eight. All right. Sporty. What number, uh, what number combination? I think uh, 16 is a great number. How so? Uh... Well, you could play it. Uh, maybe have the first four have buys. Okay. First four potentially have buys. Yes. Well, I guess in that. Well, and then after, uh, maybe. Well, maybe. Okay, maybe in a twelve-team playoff, you could have the first four. But yeah, it'd be six, twelve. Or maybe, or maybe, yeah. or maybe the top two. I mean, sorry, top two. Top two. Yeah, but still. That would still get you some ugly. Sixteen would just be a straight. Sixteen would you would probably have to go. Straight bracket where you know one plays sixteen. I mean, if you want to have those buys, you could have, you could have twelve teams, um, but sixteen you'd probably have to go straight up with it. I um, think for what you're saying, it would be ten. So yeah, probably probably ten or twelve. So yeah. Um, so would you rather have a team have a you know a couple teams have a buy or would you? Uh, All right, instead of sixteen, I'll put it. I'll uh, notch it down to uh, twelve. So those four teams could have buys in. Okay, so yeah. Your top four, you have to get your buys. Um, but no, yeah, 16 is still a good number because you could still have one play 16. You know, everybody could still have a first-round matchup. Um, Sporty, would you like them to play at a neutral site or would that would you play, you know, maybe for the first round or two, would you play at uh, the higher seeds uh, campus? I like to, like for all the games, I, liked, I, like, I would like them to have a, Neutral site for all the games. Okay. Um, I think for me, so, part- so it's fair for all the teams. There's no, so there's no home field advantage for 
like the the higher you know the, the one through whatever seeds right. going to be. So. Yeah. Um, I think sixteen. I think sixteen is a good number. Um, you know, you get your power five uh, conference champions. You can also throw in a group of five, um, and then you can get your at large bids. I think, I think sixteen would be probably the best number. Um, but for me personally, I think twenty four would make would make sense. Um, your top eight could get your buys. Um, so if you win your conference championship, essentially, you're you're probably going to get a buy um, from a power five you know standpoint. Um, the first two rounds are going to be played. Maybe the, yeah, I think the first two rounds are going to be played at um, you know the the higher seeds campus. And then once you get into that um, Elite Eight Final Four, that's when you can play at those neutral sites and get those bigger bowl games involved. Um, I think that would make the most sense. I mean, you already have a top 25. So, I mean, at the end of the day, after all of this, in the current format, it doesn't matter if you're 13 or 25. It's not like 13 is going to play 14 in a bowl game, 18 is going to play 19. No, it's going to be based on what that bowl game you know, looks at conference wise and then they, you know, they kind of rank the teams within the conference. So, um, you know, your Outback Bulls always going to be SEC Big Ten. So that <clears throat> both teams could be unranked. Um, so, yeah, again, it doesn't matter if you're 13 or 25 at the end of the day. Um, so <clears throat> I just want to see the top 25 kind of mean more. So I think 24 would be, would make sense. I mean, you're always going to have, you know, people complaining about, oh, well, they deserve to be in over this, but. I think 24. If you're not in the top 24, you have no excuse. So um, <clears throat> that's why I think 24 is a, a good number. So um, just real quick, I think let's dive into the college football playoff. Maybe something that I guess we'll just look at one thing just for this week, just because it's the first one. Um, biggest takeaway from the college football playoff. And let's, for this one, let's, let's all have different ones. Um, Sporty, what was your biggest takeaway from the college football rankings? Uh, since you're not being in the top four. So, <clears throat> you think the Bearcats deserve to be in that top four spot? Yeah. Um, would you have, well, I guess you already went over your, your top, you know, top teams, but, uh. Well, I, no, I, scratch that out. Never mind, they, I didn't have since he has my top, as one of my top four teams. Well, so well, no, I mean that's still a fair point. You could, even though you don't think they're a top four team, you might have thought that the committee might have taken them. So, but what's your other point you were going to bring up? Oh, my uh, my other scenario was I'm surprised that uh, Michigan State was number three. I just I don't think they're the third best team in the country. Yeah, I mean that was definitely shocking. Um, I mean they are undefeated, but. It was to make that big of a jump compared. I mean, obviously, AP AP voters don't mean you know they have no correlation to this, but <clears throat> we weren't sure where Michigan State was going to fall. You know, if they're going to be three or you know seven or eight. So it was interesting that Michigan State wound up at the three spot. Hadley, what do you find most interesting? I'm going to ride along Sporty here, but add so with Cincy and Oklahoma. The fact that they weren't in the top four, but how low they dropped them. You know, they didn't put them at five and six. They really dropped them. That was surprising. <clears throat> yeah, I think um, 
I think for me, kind of looking at, um, I'm going to go away from that top four. I'm going to go with the back end. I think for me, the biggest thing was um, two teams in the top that made the top, what, 20? They were in the top 21. So you had Wisconsin with three losses and Mississippi State with three losses. Wisconsin made it to 21 and Mississippi State with 17. I don't think in the first poll that really anybody should be in it with three losses. Yeah, unless they're like <clears throat> like literally 25. Right, right. Um, and I mean, if you're going to throw Wisconsin in there, then Penn State should have been ranked. Yeah. Um, Wisconsin really doesn't – I mean, they beat, they beat Iowa. Who else have they really beaten, though? That's the thing. They lost to – okay, they lost to the 17 in the college football rankings. They lost to number was, – was Notre Dame 10? 10 or 11. Yeah, I think Notre Dame was 10. So, yeah, they lost to number 10. And then they went and lost to an unranked um, – Or, yeah, yeah, an unranked uh, Penn State team. So, um, yeah, I just it, I had a tough time – you know, understanding why those teams were 17 and 21. But, um, so let's jump to, let's jump to some NFL. So we haven't talked about the NFL, you know, a good bit in a while. Um, Chiefs kind of on a little offensive skid here. Um, do you think, so this is going to, I guess, lead us into our next segment. Um, we're going to look at some teams, that are <clears throat> kind of sitting around 500, um, you know, maybe looking to get into the playoff race here. So basically, I'm going to give you a team, and you're just going to tell me if you think they can make the playoffs and kind of why or why not. So um, We have another person here that's going to be participating in this. Ooh, all right. I like it. I like it. So, Kev, if you want to announce the guest picker here. Hey, he's back. He's back and ready to roll. He's What's back. Up? How are we doing, gents? If you guys don't know the voice, then you guys weren't here, and any listeners can just get off right now, because Kutz is back. Kutz is back. He is back, fellas. Well, technically, I've been on a few podcasts before this, but I didn't really get to talk, so <laughs> it's just actually having a voice on this one. There you go. Um, hey, you know what? Before we jump into this, this NFL scenario here, Kutz, give us your top four for the college football playoff rankings. Oh, jeez. Like, who I think is going to be, like, at the end? No, uh, as of right now. Right now. Right, right, now, right, now. Right. right now, I would say right now. Um, a tough one. I would probably go with... Air Force. What? Air Force. Air Force definitely at six. <laughs> UConn. Now, let me look at. I want to see where they have someone because I want to say this, this is the same exact thing. So let me see the rankings. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely putting Georgia at one no matter what. Um, number two, I would say number two is probably Michigan State. I, although I don't think they're going to be there like later on, but I'm going to put them at two. Uh, just because of what they have right now. Number three, I'm going to go Ohio State. And number four, I'm going to go Cincinnati. Okay. I like it. I like Respected it. more than a lot of people's. That's what I have. Sorry it took so long. I didn't want to say the exact same thing. No, you're good. It's all good. 
As long as you have the Air Force in there. <clears throat> they're at six. They're safe at six. They're, okay. up. they're not going anywhere. They'll jump. They'll, they'll move on up. Um, all right, cut. So we're looking at uh, NFL teams that kind of sit at 500. You're going to kind of give a yay or nay as to if they'll make the playoffs or not and uh, kind of give a reasoning. So um, let's start with the Chiefs. Cuts, you think they have a legit chance to still make the playoffs? Um, no. Ooh. Ooh. And I would say that my reasoning behind it is not because I don't trust that they can make a comeback. I just think there's a lot of other – I would say that the AFC is pretty good. Like, there's a lot of good teams. So, I feel like – I mean, you're going to see teams in there. Like, whenever you whenever you hear teams of, like, the Chargers and Raiders, like, doing well and stuff, like, I don't see Kansas City getting in. If, like, those teams, you know, they're yeah. going to make – which they probably will, so. Yeah. All right, so that's, that's one for the uh... – one for the Chiefs not making the playoffs. Hadley, do you see the Chiefs uh, still making the playoffs? I'm riding the Kutsi train. I'm saying no. And here's why. They don't look good. They just don't. If you watch a Chiefs game, they don't look electric like they normally do. Mahomes is not taking care of the ball. Like, if you look at the Colts, for example, we're 3-5. and five. Not, not good by record standards. But, like, they're playing well. They look good. They're, there's just a little few key mistakes that... They're, they're losing games because of the Chiefs just don't look good throughout the whole the whole game. So, I mean, I don't think they're the same team this year, and I'm going to say they're out. All right. Sporty. I'm going to make that a trifecta now. Oh, nice. Now. Nice. Um, all right. I'm going to kind of split this answer here. The only – so I'm going to say they're not going to make it as a wild card spot. The only way they make it is if they can win the AFC West. Agreed. I do agree. That's the only way they can win. I mean, they're only two games back now, but I think the wild card is going to get so loaded that they they won't be able to make it if they're relying on a wild card spot. So, I think I think that's about, I think that's what I was trying to say. Was like the wild card. If the Raiders are playing good, you're saying yeah, right. Like the yeah. wild card is going to be like there's going to be like three or four teams that like. Going into the last week, like are probably fighting. Well, there's definitely like four, te- maybe like four or five teams in contention for like that that wild card spot. Right, right. Um, all right, next team. Hey, let's jump to your Colts. Colts, do you think they can still make it? I'm gonna say no. I, I want to say yes to that, but I'm just gonna have to say <laughs> no. Um, because I'm not gonna go on and on and on and have it start curve this whole shield for. Uh, but I mean, they they have the team to do it. I just don't think that like Carson Wentz. Obviously, he's got to fix himself. Like he's so good up until the play that it matters, and that's the difference between good football teams and mediocre football teams. Is whenever it comes time to make a play, the Colts can't make a play, and it usually is Carson's fault, even though he plays well all game. But I think until Carson can settle down when that big moment comes and maybe we get some better play calling and run the ball more, then I could, I would say that Andy might not win more than eight games. All right. All right. So no, no for the Colts. Uh, Hadley, do you think the Colts can still make it? He said that elegantly. I completely agree. I don't think we're going to make it. And it's because of the big plays, the big games. When you look at last year, 
we made it because the Bills thankfully blew out the, the Dolphins week 70. It took huge wins, like the Packers, like Jared, me and him were talking about this weekend. He was like, this is Packers vibes from last year. We won on a fumble, game-winning kick in overtime. You need that kind of win. You need those kind of wins over the course of a season to make the playoffs, even if you're a really good team. We're losing all those games that way. So I feel like we're kind of like the Chargers of the past. Good football team, plays really well all game, but when it matters, you just choke. And it sucks to be in that situation, but I think we can turn around next year. I don't think it's going to be this year. All right. Sporty, can the Colts still make it? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think they can. <laughs> Why not? Come on, someone, please. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with you guys that cannot because uh, Wentz, I, I, I compare Wentz to Michigan football. They cannot win the big game. <laughs> All right? Beautiful comparison. Wentz, you know, just the whole Wentz football is good, program to one can't, can't get a big W. Michigan is decent, but Harbaugh can't get it done as a coach. So you compare him to Harbaugh. So I, I compare Wentz to Harbaugh, okay? <laughs> okay, that's better. I who, feel like the whole program. The who, whole program. Who, who end up having the better career in Indianapolis, Jim Harbaugh or Carson Wentz? <laughs> that's actually a good question. Probably Carson Wentz. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, again, I, I would kind of lean on that no. Um, but hey, you never know with the with Derrick Henry, you know, with the season-ending injury. Again, the Colts. The only way yeah. they make it is if they win the AFC South. I think they if they beat the Titans this past week. I would say I would give them over a fifty percent chance of making the playoffs. Oh, like, yeah, I really, yeah. I'd be really confident if they would have won last week. Yeah, but, I, I think they make it. But um, yeah, right now I'm getting I give them like a ten percent chance. Yeah, that. I think I'm more like kind of seventy-five twenty-five. Uh, kind of that no to to yes ratio. Um, I guess I didn't even realize this. All the teams I typed were in the AFC because I just saw that the AFC race was just so tight. Um, and something you know, these teams could compete um, with the top dogs. I feel like the NFC, once you reach a certain point, it doesn't yeah. even become that competitive. Um, next team we're gonna look at. Uh, let's look at the Patriots sitting there at four and four. Kutz, do you think they can make the playoffs? I'm gonna say no because, like, I can't explain it. Like, there's like nothing. Flat. Like, they just play good football. Like, it's Belichick coach football. Like, it's good, clean football. But there's nothing that like screams to me like that team could ever like elevate to a different level. I don't know. It's just a plain football team. Like, no one on that team like blows you away like at all. All right, Hadley. What about the Patriots? I, I think they can. But it all depends on the AFC North. I think that they could get the seven if the AFC North doesn't bang up on each other. I think that the AFC North looks like there's probably going to be three teams from there. If you can narrow that down to two, I'd put the Patriots in there. But I don't know. It all depends on like Browns versus Steelers, Browns versus Ravens, Browns Bengals, Browns versus versus et Bengals. Yeah, yeah, all those. There has to be sweeps for the Patriots to have a shot. If there's a whole bunch of splits, it's going to be an AFC North playoff. Um, Sporty, what do you got? Yeah, I think they can make the playoffs. Uh, Belichick does wonders for his program. Uh, they had a huge victory at the uh, Patriots last Sunday. Or, sorry, they had a huge victory at the Chargers last Sunday. No one really expected them to 
go out to San Diego and uh, steal one in San Diego. Uh, San Diego. LA. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. 2009, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, uh, Herbert, he was supposed to be caliber quarterback. Uh, he threw two interceptions. One was really bad. Uh, him and Cook weren't on the same. Cook wasn't even paying, paying attention. Herbert threw the ball. And, uh, Patriot defender picked it off and then actually was a pick six. So, yeah, they made uh, Herbert look like. Uh, I don't know. Just, just not a good, just not a good caliber quarterback, like everyone said Herbert would be. And uh, surprisingly, their running games are actually doing pretty good. Uh, Damian Harris is carrying that offense for their uh, running backs. He's having a good season. And kudos to Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Alabama. So he is holding his own as their starter. So I do think. My prediction for their final record is going to be ten and seven. Ten and seven, oh. and that would be that would be good enough for a playoff. I think that'd be good enough for a wild card playoff berth. Okay. Um, had they lost to the Chargers, I would say no. But uh, that that win against the Chargers could come down to a tiebreaker in a playoff spot. So right now, I would say yes to the Patriots. They're at number seven. Um, all right, last two teams. We have two AFC. North teams. Um, looking at the Browns first. Kutz, do they have a legit chance to make the playoffs? I can't, I can't keep saying no. But, and I did bet on them to be the outright winner of the division. <laughs> but I'm going to say no. No to the Browns. Uh, well, maybe. Steelers is D. Ernest Johnson. 
D. Ernest Johnson. Ernest Johnson, baby. <laughs> I feel like he should be getting uh, more carries. It was, it was a tale of two weeks. They looked really good against the Broncos. But yet, whenever uh, Mayfield and Chubb came back, they didn't uh, they didn't look as good as they did again uh, the week before with uh, without them. So I say get the keys to uh, Keenum. Trade back, trade back them. That's that's another uh, downfall they're having. He's playing mind games with with their uh, system. Uh, Can't trade him now. Yeah, the trade that mind's over. Well, he's just uh, release him. Release him. They, right. Well, yeah, so they, they need to release him. Throw him to the streets. <laughs> yeah, um, Wolves will take him. Oh, so who knows? Sears could take him. Who knows? No, I don't so, want him. I don't want him. Well, I, I no. saw like the waiver the waiver claims. Is it is it basically like? Does it basically go like worse? Yes. Like how fantasy is? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it would stink for OBJ if he was like released or whatever, and then like the Jaguars like claimed him. So, I don't even think that he would want that because obviously the Jags would pick him up. So, like, what are you going to do? Go be on a worse football team? Go hang out with him. I think at that point when you're released, it's kind of mutual, though. If you're him, if you're just a, if you're a Jacob Easton, it's not going to be mutual because you have no leverage. But I know as OBJ, he's probably not going to want release. So it's like at the same time that you have to work that out. Yeah, yeah. There's there's just so yeah, many there's no it's like you have to work that out. He's got to leave for his own sake and the Browns. Um, I think for the Browns, I think uh, as of right now, I'd have I'd have them no, and then if they lose to the Bengals, it's a it's a hard no. Um, if they can beat the Bengals this weekend, they kind of have a shot. But as of right now, I'd still have the Browns out of the playoffs. All right, last team, and then we'll get into our hammers and our weekly picks. Uh, Kutz, rolling it back to you with the Steelers. Um, so like, I can't believe this is the only freaking team I'm going to say yes. Uh, but I'm going to say yes because it's just, I don't know, like, I, 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 it's really hard for me to bet against the, the Steelers. Like mentally, it's easy. Just like the hell, uh, but um, something tells me they're gonna make the playoffs. So, and it's good for me to say it out loud. So either it's gonna happen, I'm right, or I'm gonna jinx them. It's not gonna happen. So, <laughs> amen. That is a strong yes for me. Hadley, when I look at the Steelers, I look at a team that's really not that good. I really do, but. They always find – I was just talking to Jared about this again. They always find ways to squeak out games, whether it be facing the Seahawks with a backup quarterback, whether it be T.J. Watt making a strip sack in overtime, whether it be the opponent's team make, missing a field goal. Something about them, they're constantly carrying around that four-leaf clover, and they always find a way. So, I mean – I feel like I have to say yes. They're probably going to lose to the Lions, and that'll probably be the Lions' only win. But that's just what they do, and it's going to continue as long as Tomlin's there. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they'll be a first-round exit. All right. I just want to go back to what Hallie just said. He basically, just reiterate what he said, but I kind of liked my argument in the beginning, how like the Colts can't just find ways to win. Steelers, luck or not, they find ways to win. Yeah, exactly. All the time, and that's kudos to them. I don't even say, I mean, Sometimes do I think it's lucky? Yes. Like if an NFL kicker makes misses a thirty yard field goal, yes, that's luck. But whenever you have people creating turnovers, it's not luck. that's one edge rusher can be the difference. And that's DJ Watt for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's really all it is. Yeah. 
Uh, Sporty, can the Lures make it? Yes. Uh, they haven't been playing all that good the last four weeks. Uh, I know they lost to uh, the Packers by 10. Our fought, fought loss. Uh, they kind of got beat up that game. But even though they had a, they had a chance to win, even though they came up 10 points short, uh, against the Broncos, they started out strong. Like, and then they collapse. And then following week, Seahawks start out strong, and they collapse. Now, this past Sunday, they, they, they played all four quarters pr- pretty well. Uh, like I said, like, I, like they said, the series find ways to win. As my, as I'm going to say, quote, bend, but, but, but they don't break. They bend, but they don't break. All right? Bend, so, bend but don't break. All right. Bend doesn't break. Ben, Ben, Ben breaks. Ben does bend, but he doesn't break. As <laughs> he of breaks all the time. <laughs> He's the most breakable quarterback of all the time. So, uh, they had a nice pickup in Naja Harris. He's, he is playing well for the Steelers. Uh, he is carrying the running game. Uh, kudos to him. He's run the ball pretty hard. Uh, the receivers, they're hanging, hanging in there. I know they're they're beat up, receiving core. Uh, I'll want to give a kudos to uh, Matt Varmuth from Penn State. He had a nice uh, nice catch in the back of the end zone. Those are the plays right there, Pat Varmuth's catch. But, uh, What's the difference? Don't know how, but he got two feet down. It was a marvelous marvelous catch. So, like I said, they find ways to win. So, and Hallie, to your statement, they will not lose to the Lions. So. I will. I would bet you, but money's tight right now. I would bet you, though. I'd bet you a lot of money. Don't yeah. kill the Bears. They will lose to the Lions. I want to bet so bad. I'll bet on Vandal, money on. There you go. Vandal it is, buddy. Vandal it is. Um, I would say the Steelers, I think they're they're going to finish probably right around that uh, six, six spot right there. Um, they're finding ways to win, but they're also, you know, almost blowing some of these leads. Um, but I do think they sneak in there at six. Um, just like Sporty said, big time um, playmaking by Pat Frymouth. Uh You can always rely on him to catch the ball and then you know, TJ Watt to show up on defense. Um, let's jump to our... Let's jump to our hammers. Um, three hammers for the week. Um, Hadley, let's start with you. Give us your three, your three hammers. Okay, so I don't know if Jared has any. I'm yeah. right now. Okay, all right. Yeah, then I'll start. Uh, quickly, I have UNC Moneyline. Forget who they even play. Wake I like Forest. the matchup. Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Yes, Wake Forest. As much as we are hyping them up, uh, UNC Moneyline, minus 138. Texas Texans and Dolphins over 46. I think that's going to be a shootout. Mills Mafia and Tua. Um, and then Falcons plus six against the Saints. Backup quarterback. It's going to take some time to adjust. We don't even know if Taysom Hill's going to be healthy. I like the Falcons covering the spread. All right. Uh, Sporty, give me your hammers. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, my three hammers. Uh, I'm going to go with Tennessee College Football. They are at Kentucky. Ooh. I'm going to say the money line, okay? That's my that's my first hammer, okay. Second hammer, uh, 
Stanford at home against uh, Utah. Utah is playing well. I think Utah will win, but I think the, they'll only win by a touchdown, seven, seven points. So I think they'll, Stanford will just squeak by with a half-point cover. If you want to uh, verify these line, uh, the lines, uh, please do. We'll take your word for it. Okay. Um, Arizona. Oh no! <laughs> College football. Not say, I'm not saying the money line. I'm saying the uh, the spread. Okay. They are playing California. Okay. okay. I think it is plus. Uh, can you? I think it's plus twelve. If, if, if somebody yeah, wants to try it, it is. It is plus twelve. All right. Don Brown, you're due for a spread cover. Former Michigan D coordinator, <laughs> you're due. Okay. Jet Fish, you're due also. He's a, he was a former Michigan quarterback coach. Now he's our head coach out at Arizona. You're due for a win and or spread cover. So I'm going to take the plus 12 spread for the Arizona Wildcats hey. against uh, California. Hey, they covered against USC last week. They only lost by... Yes, they did. Seven points. Yeah, touchdown. So they, they yes. covered. They did cover. Um, Kutsi, do you have your? Do you have any hammers? Yes, I do. Right, going go back to my um, Air Force, I'm gonna hammer the Air Force money line <laughs> against Army. Let's go. The spread is uh, minus two and a half, but I'm just gonna go straight money line. It'd be a great, good game. Set home. Uh, my next boys. one. My next one is Ohio State and Nebraska. Uh, the spread is minus 14 and a half, and I'm going to hammer that spread. I think Ohio State will probably win close to 30 points. Full prediction? Not really. Not really. Um, and then my last one, where'd it go? It was Georgia. Georgia plays Missouri, and the spread is minus 39 and a half. I'm going to say Missouri covers the spread. Missouri covers the spread. Crazy. All right. Um, <clears throat> this week I kind of went the NFL route, so I'm going to take Patriots minus three and a half. Um, I believe against the Panthers. Yeah, against the Panthers. Um, I think uh, McCaffrey could be back. Hey, I he still, should be. I still, I still, I still be. like the Patriots there. Um, Auburn, I like them plus four and a half against Texas A&M. And then the Cardinals, I have them. Uh, a half a point favorite against the 49ers. So I like them to only a half a point. Yeah, that's that's what the spread is at right now. But uh, I'll, I'll take the Cardinals in that one. Um, mm. Speaking about teams covering the spread, I do have to pay up some dues here. Uh, not only did the Jets cover, they flat out beat the Bengals last week. Um, but uh, that was an awful call at the end, where Hilton got was that Hilton? They got called yeah. for that. He went. He was trying to get lower than the, the receiver or the yeah. running back, and he got called for unnecessary roughness or whatever. But that was those okay. play, those calls needed to leave the game. Yes. Of course, I spread. I, I hammer the Jets spread against the Patriots whenever they lose by like forty and get a fifty burger. Right. And then last week they went like, all right, Jets. Exactly. Okay. Yep. So see you Thursday. Um. Let's jump into just our straight picks and spreads for this week. Um, let's go. These first couple games are just straight money line. Uh, Cuts, we'll start with you. Liberty and Ole Miss. 
Whoops, I was on mute. You're Sorry good. about that. You're good. Liberty and Old Miss. Old Miss. Old Miss. All right, uh, Hadley. I'm going to take Ole Miss as well. I like Malik Willis, though. Sporty. Uh, Matt Corral all day. <laughs> Ole Miss. Make that uh, four for four with uh, Ole Miss. But hey, Liberty—they are. I believe they're seven and two. So. Yes, they are. But I don't think I don't think this is going to be close. I think Ole Miss wins by two touchdowns. Um, next game: Auburn, Texas A&M, Coach. Auburn. Ooh, Auburn with the upset. Hadley, who you going? A&M at home. Sporty? Give me the Aggies at home, fellas. Um, give me... You know what? Give me Auburn. Go yep. with the upset. Yep. Yep. So, they're my... 2v2. Who would win 2v2? Me and Sporty or Kevin and, Kevin and Jared? In what? Yeah, in what? Everything. Life. Well, you guys already won that. <laughs> I'm Sporty. Sporty's backpacking. <laughs> Time will tell. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Our annual time will tell quote. Um, next game. Mississippi State and Arkansas Coats. Dude, I don't even know if I've watched Arkansas play down. <laughs> but I'm gonna They were like in the country at once, I think. No way. Yeah, yeah they, they were. Against Georgia. Um I'm gonna go Arkansas. The weird thing is here, Mississippi State is 17th in the college football playoff, but Arkansas favored five and a half. Um, yeah. Hadley, who are you going with? I'm rolling with the cutsie roll. I'm going Arkansas. All right, Sporty. Give me Will Rogers in Mississippi State. Ooh. Rebels. Wow. Uh, I think Arkansas can pull this one together. Uh, they beat Mississippi State and, and knock, knock Mississippi State out of the uh, college football playoff. Rankings, not not the not the final four, but just knock them out of the top twenty-five. Um, hey, big one, Penn State, Maryland, both teams five and three. Coach, are you going? Penn State, I know, dude. <laughs> this is straight. Yeah, this is just straight. That's disrespectful to Penn State, Coach. Hey, I'm sorry. No, well, I I shouldn't be talking, but Penn State, I would fear hope so. This is this isn't a Friday night game either, so. Yeah, no trap game. <laughs> Sporty, you no going? Blackouts. I'm taking it. I'm gonna take the Nittany Lions, but it's gonna be a close game. How close? Seven points or less. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I'm gonna say seven feet or more. Um, give me the Nittany Lions. I I heard uh, I heard Maryland might be doing a, a helmet themed uh for their. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kev, you're gonna be a you're going to be a part of the first annual helmet out. Stripe out next, next Saturday. How much stripe out next Saturday? Yeah, you guys should be you guys should be feeling blessed. <laughs> I would be feeling even more blessed if I was sitting in the one stripe zone. Yeah, honestly, um, I would just I would just feel silly. <laughs> I would too. You're seeing white. Everywhere. Everyone else is white, and you're just blue. you're just missing out. <laughs> All right, so yeah, clean sweep with Penn State this week. Um, Texas and Iowa State cuts. What's the line? Six and a half, Iowa State. Yeah, I'm going to go Iowa State. All right, how are you going? I'm riding Texas's coattails until they finally are back. <laughs> I'm real with Texas. Um, Sporty, how are you going? Dex- Texas can't win a football game the last three weeks. They've, they've lost uh, three games by uh, eight points or less. I'm going to keep that train train going. They're going to lose again by 
eight points or less. Give me Iowa State. Yeah, give me. Give me. Yeah, time will tell. Give me. Give time me, will tell. <laughs> exactly right. Give me. Give me Hall and Purdy. Uh, they're fighting for a Big Twelve championship appearance. So, give me Iowa State. Um, next three games are just spread. So. Because we already know who you're taking here, but uh, Georgia spread 38 and a half against Missouri. You're taking Missouri. I'm taking Missouri. Um, how the heat taking here? Let's have some fun. I'll go Georgia. <laughs> Sporty heat taking. Uh, there's always that one opponent that Georgia plays down to. Are they really going to play down, though? <laughs> give me the Missouri Tigers, fellas. Um, Extremely bold. Yeah, um, thirty nine points. That was very bold. 30, 38 points is a lot. Um, it's so okay. many points. If you lose, what, what's the last college football game you've seen someone lose by like forty something? Like, uh, on, I know it's happened, but like, can you? Well, well can you Georgia. Who did they play? Or Georgia played someone earlier. Like they were up like thirty five nothing in like ten minutes against Vanderbilt. I think. Yes. Yeah, they were. Literally, they literally they won sixty two at Vanderbilt. Well, okay. And, and yeah. Kansas messed up my hammer last week. They were they had thirty points to give, and they still got blown out of the water. They were up thirty. They were up thirty five nothing at the end of the first quarter at at Vanderbilt. Who? Yeah. Georgia. I think Georgia. Happens. I'm just saying, like it doesn't really come up top of your head that much. Like yeah. that's pretty. Hard. No. It's absurd for a line to be that big. I won't say that, but I feel like I feel like there's a reason. So I'm going Georgia. Um, I feel like this one's gonna turn into. Yeah, you know what? Give me Georgia. This this hey, is, this is gonna get ugly real quick. Um, next one, Alabama twenty eight and a half against LSU Coots. Um, Alabama twenty eight. I will say no. I'm gonna go LSU. I like the pick. I like it. How are you going? Go Tigers. <laughs> go Tigers. <laughs> twenty eight. By the way, it's gonna be a bad beat. Like bad. Like one of the worst in history. Wait, so you're taking oh, 28 points and just missing the spread. Literally, it's going to be one of the worst beats ever. They're going to score a last-second touchdown. It's going to be heartbreaking. Wait, so who are you taking? LSU. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what He's I thought. saying they're going to win by 28. No, not. not by – okay, I got you. Like they're going to be up by 35, and then they're just going to break cards. Ah, I got you, got you, got you. Um, sport, are you taking here? I think Alabama's going to run it up. Uh, I think they'll win 42-7. Jesus. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. All right. If I didn't just lose $50, I think I would definitely put $50 on that. But uh, we're going to stay awake because Stranger Things. Did you hear happen. about that, Kutz? The uh, bet Kevin and I had? No. Okay. Well, the, the bet was uh, Kev would owe me 50 bucks because I, I hammered the Jets spread last week against the Bengals. I said they would cover by nine and a half, and Kev said, there's no way that's going to happen. <laughs> he said, I put 50 bucks. He paid me 50 bucks if the Jets covered the spread last weekend. They covered plus they won. So he's, he, he, cut, he has to owe me 50 bucks now. Well, you put that in a good spot. And that's right. Yeah. Keep that safe and bring it out on a good day. Yeah. Next Saturday, buddy. Bye, <laughs> Michigan. Um, I'm going to take uh, LSU. I think. Uh... I think Alabama's going by 24. Um, last college football game, and then we'll move on to our pros. Um, Michigan, 20 points against Indiana Coats. I'm going to say, yeah. 
I'm going to say Michigan covers. All right. Adley. Where's this at? I think it's at Indiana. Yeah, it's in it's it's in Ann Arbor. It's oh. it's it's a night game. It's okay. on Fox at seven thirty. No, I switch it. I switch it. You're in Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. I'm out. <laughs> May the trap games begin for Michigan. I'm going to say Indiana wins outright. Oh, jeez. Whoa. All right, sporty. Hammer, hey, sporty. Here you go. Here, sporty. Uh, Michigan. Uh, baby, they're gonna take out the frustration from Sporty. I'm gonna say they'll win. Uh, forty-two-seven. <laughs> no, they'll win thirty-eight-two-seven. That wasn't far off. <laughs> Thirty, sorry, thirty-five-seven. Hammering. That's still not that far. <laughs> Takes off the field. Take off the field goal. Take it off. Um, Michigan's gonna get blown out. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Indiana. I think Michigan wins by like 17, but they don't cover the spread. All right, we're approaching almost close to the hour 10 mark, so let's just give uh, some one word answers here. Uh, Bengals, okay. Browns, cuts. Bengals and Browns. Bengals. Then we can just go right in order. Hadley, go ahead. All right, going Browns. Good sporty, right in order. You don't even have to wait for me. <laughs> Bengals by uh, one point. Uh, he said one word. Yeah, one word. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Bengals. Uh, next game, Patriots and Panthers. Patriots. Panthers. Give me the Patriots. One word, dude. One word. <laughs> that's, that's right. uh, Patriots. Uh, next game. Surprising spread here. Chargers favored one and a half, I believe. Chargers Eagles. This this one isn't a spread though. We're just going money line. Uh, Chargers. Chargers. Eagles. And the Chargers. Uh, Cardinals 49ers. Cards. 49ers. 49ers. Cards. Vikings Ravens. 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 And the Ravens. All right. We got a four for the Ravens. All right. Last three <laughs> last three games are spreads. Rams seven and a half against uh, the Titans. Titans. Rams. Rams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Rams as well. Uh, Chiefs and Packers. Chiefs are favored seven and a half. No Aaron Rodgers due to COVID. Chiefs. Chiefs, dude, this is hard. I'm sorry, I'm saying more than one word. Packers. Packers. I'm going to take the Packers as well. Um, last one, Steelers. Six and a half against the Bears. Bears. Steelers. Steelers. And the Steelers. Schutz, <laughs> uh, thanks for hopping on here and giving us uh, some, some some picks. Hopefully we yeah, can get hey, hopefully what do you say? Thank you guys for having Oh yeah, let's hey, see. we hope to have you back on as a real person also, not just a guest picker. Let's hey, you know what? Next a week host. next week because of Penn State Michigan, let's let's see aim if we can try to get everybody back. 
just for just for at least one pod. Next, just, uh, next just week. like just like the good old times. Yeah, just like the good old times. At uh, show. Yeah, but uh, ne- at Packer and Durham. Yeah, next week we'll uh, we'll send it and uh, break down some more college football and the NFL as well. Hey, shout out Braves for the World Series. Yep. Talk, shout out Fred. Talk talk out. <laughs>